It all started with a phone call. The usual angst that came with winter was slowly creeping up, and like an addict that had gone days without its fix, I was desperately itching for a sunny getaway. As if she read my mind, my sister called, asking if I'd be down to go to Puerto Rico for her birthday, and of course I said yes, with equal parts excitement and nervousness, of course. Two weeks later, I was logging my carry-on and backpack through the airport. This was my first time flying solo. And to be honest, I was a little panicked. Naturally, I welcomed the challenge, unlike my mom, who would have a full-blown panic attack and self-diagnosed anxiety disorder. Four hours, two naps later, the shrill cry of an infant stared me awake. As I made my way to the carousel, I made up with an old friend. Well, technically my sister's friend, but tomato, tomato. A lengthy ride to the resort, and I won't lie, I was a bit skeptical. I mean, here we were, two girls, young, naive, in a foreign place in the sense that we'd never been here before. You see, the not-so-funny thing about traveling to places with language barriers is that although you may have taken a class, or in my case, 10, don't be surprised when your knowledge is tested and you come out blank. My hola, como esta, sounded nothing like my ninth-grade teacher taught me. My no hablo español sounded forced and strained. In the short time I spent talking to the driver, he put the four and a half years of Spanish I'd taken to utter shame. My wounded ego couldn't find a place soon enough to hide. I was acting like a know-it-all, when in fact, I didn't know it all. I hung my hat on the fact that amongst the three of us, I'd be the only one semi-fluent in Spanish. But as the case may have it, my overinflated need to show off a language that didn't belong on my tongue died in moments. Upon arrival, three things rang true as old age birds serenaded us. The resort was big, scenically beautiful, and everything the website said it would be. See, I view hotels the same way one views dating websites. You just never know what you're going to get. Pictures may say five star, but reality says roach-infested pigsty. Take Tinder, for example. You see a guy, you swipe right. Within mere seconds of glancing at his profile, you already know his grandmother's favorite color. His name is Eric, he's from Utah, but recently moved to Brooklyn. So, naturally, you go down the rabbit hole of picture investigation, and hours later, you end up in his cousin's, brother-in-law's, niece's Finstagram, and you find out a couple more things. He's six foot five, and information he doesn't have to divulge. But let's face it, we live in a shallow world where not all heights matter, only the six foot and up. He's woke as hell, he has his own jazz record collection, and he's a cancer. And although you know they're sensitive, you figure, according to Ralph from New Edition, you need a man with sensitivity. And in an age where everyone and their moms are denouncing toxic masculinity, you're here for it. In the perfect world, where you and Eric meet for the first time, he is everything he claims to be and more. He's punctual, takes you to see a movie, and then dinner. At a French restaurant in the Upper East Side, called La Blanche. It's busy, but somehow he managed to score a reservation because he knows people. He pulls out a chair, and when the waiter comes, he's polite enough and doesn't order for you. As the night goes on, you find yourself staring at him 
get a loss in his eyes, and words don't need to be said. He asks for the check, and you indulge him in a classic game of, I'm gonna reach into my purse now, and sure enough, he stops you midway and tells you in his oh-so-Utah accent, I've got it. Because in the perfect universe, he'd be a model citizen and walk you home. He'd stay to your left with his hand on the small of your back, and the butterflies in your stomach would do somersaults. Because in a perfect universe, life would be a romantic comedy, and as you reach your front door, fumbling for your keys, rain would start to trickle down from the heavens as the string of music begins to play. And just as you're about to lock your door, you say, what the hell? Turn around and he's staring at you, soaked to his shoes, He's freezing but doesn't say a word. And you think to yourself, where have you been all my life? So you inch closer and you kiss him. Really kiss him. See, that be the kiss you tell your girls the next day at brunch. And they'd listen, ears glued to every single detail because your life suddenly isn't so mundane. And this is a story not even Nicholas Sparks could write. But alas, we don't live in a perfect universe, and Eric is probably a catfish living in his mother's basement. So as the concierge came to attend to our bags, I appreciated that this resort wasn't a failed Tinder date. Shortly after, my sister waltzed down to greet us, her skin glowing like she'd just taken a bath in the puddle of gold. I hadn't seen her in months, and we had a lot to catch up on. We made our way down to the pool bar, ordered burgers, fries, and drinks, because sadly, we were those tourists who ate things they could eat at home. Our entertainment came in form of people watching. As we sipped on Mai Tais, we watched fellow tourists live their best lives. That night, we eat, drank, and slept like we hadn't slept in a while. The next morning, very bright and early, we woke up for a day of fun and adventures, and we didn't get back until sunset. Later on, we were in the back seat of an Uber on our way into town to a club that upon arrival was closed. In fact, it had been closed for over a year now. $100, the Uber driver said in his Puerto Rican dialect. $100? We all said in unison, looking at the Uber driver as if he had two heads, because clearly there was no way he just said our ride cost $100. Yes, I drove you from hotel to here. $100, he responded. Defeated and seemingly over it, we got back into the Uber and back to the hotel. I figured it was the universe's way of making us stay in after a day of wild adventures. The next morning, also known as my sister's birthday, my mom called and gave her a heartfelt prayer like most Nigerian parents do. In true Virgo fashion, my mama cried, my sister told her not to, and that was the wrangle-tangle they did until she hung up. Hours after breakfast, we were in the city of Old San Juan. This was the main city. I didn't need a tour guide to tell me that. There was something infectious about the music. From one block to another, the sound frequencies bounced back and forth. Everything was filled with so much color. I was experiencing true sensory overload. Yellows, greens, blues, and reds. I had never seen color tell stories like the ones told on the cobblestone streets of Old San Juan. Children smiling, playing in the streets without a care. I was jealous of their innocence. 
untainted by the world outside these walls. From war stories to monuments, Marco, the tour guide, covered everything there was to know about this place. Couple stones led the path to our last stop, and as I try, I can't quite remember the name of the restaurant, but I do remember this. It was near a church, I think. Perhaps a cathedral. It was small. So small, if you were walking by, it was easy to miss. The inside was dimly lit, but busy. All ten of us were seated within minutes, and unbeknownst to us, we would leave this dimly lit restaurant knowing how to make mufongo. And as we go back to the resort, Kay and I headed downstairs to the restaurant. We should get her a cake, Kay said. Text her to come downstairs in 30 minutes. Hastily, my thumbs studded on the screen, typing out a vague message in hopes of not giving away the surprise. She's not coming. She's been difficult, I said, showing her the blue text bubble I'd received moments ago. Oh, no, she's gonna come. We just ordered her a cake, she responded. Somehow, I managed to get my sister downstairs, and in true Sagittarian fashion, she waltzed her way towards us and pulled out a chair to sit. I tried not to be suspicious as I signaled the servers. Defeated and on the brink of irritation, she sighed and said, Wow, so you guys couldn't even get me a cake? Or anything for my birthday? All you did was just, what, show up? And on cue, in walked the server with a crew behind him. Tyler Perry couldn't script the shock on her face if he tried. She had no idea, and as the service left the table, Kay and I gave her a true Nigerian, look at yourself, look. I'm so sorry. I am so, so sorry. I shouldn't have assumed or said those things. I'm sorry, guys, I'm really sorry, she said apologetically. We laughed while simultaneously stuffing our faces with empty sugar-coated calories. Till this day, I'm not sure what exactly she wished for, but I like to think it's the reason we didn't end up in another close club. Because as our one last hurrah, we decided to go out again. And this time, we did our Googles. We drank, we partied until our feet hurt from wearing heels all night. It'd be a long ride back to the hotel, but we didn't mind it this time. The next morning, we bathed each other goodbye. Kay left, crying because she had a case of the can't see My sister and I shared an Uber to the airport, one hand lugging my carry-on and the other with my half-eaten breakfast. Although this trip lasted the span of a weekend, I learned to let go and do things I wouldn't normally do, relinquishing my know-it-all attitude and learn something new. You see, new experiences always await outside your comfort zone by the corner of uncertainty next to uncharted waters. Traveling brings about new perspective, and so I do it often, and I do it well. In the proverbial sense, it fills my cup in ways nothing else does. So I ask, what is stopping you from crossing uncharted waters? Is it your know-it-all attitude or a language barrier? Because whatever it is, don't let it stop you from experiencing life in a way that leaves your cup full. Okay, guys, thank you for listening to episode two of Fill My Cup. It's Fill My Cup in Puerto Rico. I hope you enjoy this episode. If you like the podcast, please, please, please subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends about it. And until then, I'll see you in another episode of Fill My Cup. Thank you.